Ubu is light. Ubu is love. Welcome to the Cult of Ubu. Hey, welcome back to Cult of Ubu, everyone, and happy Monday. I have in front of me a, uh, an interesting little diagram from an article that was published in the British Journal of Medical Psychology, written by a guy named Dwight D.L. Turner. The, uh, the article is called, You Shall Not Replace Us, White Supremacy, Psychotherapy, and Decolonization. And it's your standard boring academic article calling white people bad. I mean, you could get this for free in BuzzFeed if you just, you'd have to skim for about five minutes. You know, your average BuzzFeed writer probably doesn't make any money to write stuff like this. This guy, I'm guessing, this Turner, he probably realized that he had not published enough journal articles to get tenure. So he decided that just to pull this out of his ass, whatever, you're used to it by now. Um, I'm not going to read you the whole article because it's 12 pages and because this is probably going to be a short episode. I wanted to focus on uh, what I'm going to call the honky pyramid. And don't get nervous, it's okay, I'm white, so I can say that. Uh, Turner divides white supremacy into two broad categories. Now, at the bottom of the pyramid, the sort of wider part, he has covert white supremacy, which is socially acceptable. And at the top, he has overt white supremacy, which is socially unacceptable. And the, the, the stuff at the top is what you would pretty much expect. The N-word, he can't even write it out. Uh, racist jokes. Well, I don't know about that. Sometimes they're funny. Uh, Neo-Nazis. Burning crosses. Swastikas. My lynching is at the very top. So I, I think, you know, I think that when you get to a point where lynching is considered a bad thing, I think you've actually made progress. I, I know people don't want to see it that way. Uh, and if right in the center of the socially unacceptable overt white supremacy is the KKK. And I don't know if this Turner guy is actually British because I think most of us know, or at least here in the States, most of us know that the Ku Klux Klan in the United States is probably a few thousand people. And I don't know what percentage of those people are FBI agents. You know, I'm 40 years old, and granted, I'm from California, but I have never met a Klansman in my life. The only Klansman I remember seeing, back in the mid-90s, you'd watch Jerry Springer and or Montel Williams, and there would be Klansmen on there. And who even knows if those were real Klansmen? I just always assumed that they were out-of-work actors. Hey, can you do a convincing southern accent? Come on Montel Williams and pretend to be a Klansman for an hour. 
you know, and more to the point, in the broader society, was the Klan ever really socially acceptable? I tend to think of them as being like an Al-Qaeda, where you have a few people who are really doing things, and then you have a slightly broader circle that puts up with it, and then the rest of the society is kind of like, man, that's, that's really not good for us. But that's a digression, because the top of the pyramid is not really the interesting part. It's the bottom of the pyramid, the socially acceptable covert white supremacy, that really just gives you an idea of why the social sciences and the humanities are really losing clout in the universities. Because most people... They just don't want to put up with this shit. They're too busy living their lives. So I'm just going to read a few of the things that are, are on this lower part of the pyramid. At the, the very bottom, the stuff that is sort of kind of socially acceptable, or, or actually is, this is the part that's very socially acceptable. It says white savior complex. You know, I know for one that I am not guilty of having a white savior complex. Hell, I don't have a white savior complex toward white people. Frankly, if you need saving, find Jesus or do it yourself. Because I'm just going to speak for myself here. I'm way too, way too busy dealing with my own bullshit. Uh, cultural appropriation. What more can you say about cultural appropriation? You know, do you want a multicultural society or do you not want one? The guys in Charlottesville looks to me like they didn't want one. And uh, it seems that maybe Dr. Turner has more in common with them than he might think. Denial of racism. Now that's an interesting one. So I guess, okay, so if I deny racism, then I'm a racist. But if I say that I'm a racist, does that mean that I'm not a racist? If you ever get the feeling that there are people in this world that do not want the world to be better, I think that you can be forgiven for that. Uh, expecting POC to teach white people. Dr. Turner, you are a professor. Oh, here's a good one. Fearing people of color. I don't think that anyone actually fears people of color. I personally fear certain people of color, just like I fear certain white people. If a bunch of white guys with prison tattoos are approaching me in the middle of the night and I'm walking on the street, I'm going to be a little bit apprehensive. The same way that I'm not going to worry about it if a middle-aged, well-dressed black woman approaches me. This is called being sane. Oh, police murdering POC. Now, I don't know where you live, but where I live, murder is illegal. Unless, Dr. Turner is saying, that that there is never a legitimate reason for a white police officer to shoot a person of color. 
In which case, I would say, go fuck yourself. Uh, not believing experiences of POC. I'm going to call them pox from now on because I'm such a racist that saying three syllables is too much work for me. But so not believing experiences of pox. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that pox lie just as much as white people do. I believe some people and I don't believe others. I'm going to guess that Dr. Turner knows this, but apparently understanding subtlety is a little bit too much to ask of an academic writer nowadays. Don't blame me, I never owned slaves. That's kind of a funny one. My, uh, my, I, my maternal great-grandmother's family owned slaves. Of course, by the time my great-grandmother was born, they really weren't slaves anymore. They just kind of hung out there. But A, I personally never did own slaves. And B, I don't feel guilty about things that somebody did before I was born. People have tried over the years to make me feel guilty, and you know, it's just never worked. So I don't know what to tell you. And I would suggest that most of us white people, we have too much on our plates anyway. And it's not something that we can spend every waking hour worrying about. And the last one I'm going to read, I mean, there's more here. I'll, I'll leave a link to it and you can look it over. The last one I'm going to read is Make America Great Again. Because of course because you just can't make a nifty little diagram like this without taking a dig at Trump. And it's kind of funny because lately, uh, it looks like uh, Dennis Rodman has taken a liking to Trump and there is video of Dennis Rodman wearing a Make America Great Again hat. But more to the point, do you think that any person, mind you, half the voters voted for Trump? Do you think that those half of the voters are going to look at this little diagram and see Make America Great Again on the list of things that are manifestations of white supremacy? And they'll say, oh my god, I never realized what an asshole I am. Gee, I think next time around I'm going to vote for whatever corrupt freak show the Democrats put out there. Um, no, this was written for the... Uh, the purpose of making left-wingers feel good about themselves. And frankly, at this point, the left is losing so much in this country that, you know, I'm just going to give it to them. Because they ain't got much. Guys, Trump isn't going to be impeached. And if you really want to make things better, which I suspect you don't, you'll quit writing articles like this and just let shit alone. Because most people spend most of their time doing stuff that they would rather not do. No matter what color they are. But people don't write things like this in order to make the world a better place. They do it because fomenting hatred just justifies their existence. So anyway, I will talk to you later. Uh... Survive Monday, and uh, happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Alright, this is Cult of Ubu signing off. Goodbye.